0: do you know what floor plan to buy? Well, in today's episode, we're going to talk about the differences between buying from floor plans and buying in real life, and how you can maximize your ROI as an investor. Stay tuned. Welcome to the True True Condos Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Hi and welcome back to the show so we're gonna be tackling this question of what floor plan should you choose when you're buying for investment you're buying a condo for investment I think really the question that you should be asking yourself as an investor is how do real people in real life buy or rent condos how do they choose condos to uh, to purchase or to rent Um, because so often we get stuck in sort of the investor mentality of buying from floor plans When in real life, people are actually walking into buildings and looking at properties, physical, uh, tangible properties, whereas we're dealing with paper. So there are differences between how you buy or how people tend to buy from plans and how people tend to buy in real life. So I want to talk about some of those differences on today's episode to help you ultimately get inside the mindset of your future buyer, your future renter so that you can make the right decision on the on the unit that you're picking so often i've seen people uh, make the mistake of purchasing the wrong floor plan in pre-construction that uh, nobody wants to buy or rent from them in the future or it's i shouldn't say nobody but it's less desirable for for uh, of a unit in the future because they're not taking certain things into consideration or they're focusing too much on certain factors and not enough on the right things that they should be focusing on. So that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. The reality is that um, the way people react differently uh, when you're looking at a floor plan versus looking in real life. There's different reactions we're going to be talking about uh on on this uh as we answer this question what are the reactions that people have and how that behavior uh should affect our decision making as investors so how do let's talk about from plans versus in real life so if we talk about buying from plans what are people primarily reacting to when they're when they are thinking when you're an investor you're sitting there looking at what do i buy well the number one thing absolutely that people are focusing on and reacting to when they're thinking about choosing a unit is the price um, and so obviously people are at the end of the day price price conscious and looking at how much does this condo cost um, that's the first thing that people are thinking of is how much money do i have to invest and how much money um, and how and you know what therefore what uh which units can i be able to purchase and obviously people tend to gravitate towards the cheapest unit in a given building that's the first mistake that people make is 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 constantly focusing too much on the cheapest unit. The cheapest unit in the building is there's usually the reason why they are the cheapest unit. Sometimes the cheapest unit is the best investment or is a great investment. But sometimes, but many times, there's a reason why it is the cheapest unit. Uh, maybe it's staring, uh, maybe the view is staring into a wall. You know 10 feet away or maybe uh it's it's um right above the trash compactor where the the garbage is taken out in a back alley or um you know maybe uh every unit in the building has a balcony but this one unit does not i mean there's so many factors uh maybe the ceiling heights are eight foot on this floor and, and the rest of the building is nine foot i mean there's so many factors that could go into the pricing but But people tend to, that is where people tend to start. It's not necessarily a bad thing, and it's not something I'm saying you shouldn't do. What I'm saying, uh, you shouldn't focus on price at the expense of everything else. You need to understand the the reasons that go into price. So people, when you're buying from plans, you tend to think about price. You tend to think about the deposit structure of a given uh, building versus other buildings and how much deposit you have to put down. Um, You tend to look at uh, what is the price of it, relative to other competing uh, offers in, in the marketplace. What is your budget? How much you can afford? Um, what is your expected return on investment, etc.? So you're thinking numbers, 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 numbers. That's the primary thing that you're thinking about when you're buying from plants. The second thing that people tend to think about when buying from plans is looking at the layout. Show me the layout of the unit. And they're thinking in sort of general terms of, Again, you're looking at paper. You're not physically walking through an existing building, uh, a completed building with 300 units for sale, and you can just walk through every unit in the building and, and pick one. No, we're buying from plans. We're buying paper. So when we're buying that, we're looking at floor plans, and we're, and people t- are looking at layouts. And they tend to think about things like, uh, is the layout square? Is it weird-shaped? Uh, is there wasted space? in the layout um you know is uh it, it does the 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 dimensions of the uh the rooms are they large rooms or small rooms um uh the kitchen is it uh, is it in a good spot or a bad spot um, these kind of things are are what people are thinking about but they're generally the, the main thing is that, you know thinking about is it square is it rectangular are there any strange angles or anything in the unit does it look good on paper so to speak um that those are the sort of the two big things that people are looking at when they're when they're thinking and buying from plans and you're probably thinking yeah makes sense andrew of course what's 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 your point where are you going with this bear with me i'm getting there um and the the secondary things people are sometimes looking at from buying from plans would be things like views um People this is one of the big, big, big mistakes that people make is getting way too focused on views and, and view exposures. Views in real life um are are really not that big of a factor. Um people are, are, are the big mistake that I find people make time and time again is is they say, you know, they're essentially look everyone seems to be having this thing of looking for this perfect postcard. Unobstructed forever. Nothing can ever be built anywhere in front of my window view, um, which is completely unrealistic and uh, not something that should be expected, especially when you're talking about downtown Toronto uh, or anywhere urban for that matter, but especially downtown Toronto. The city is constantly growing and evolving, and there's constantly new buildings going up everywhere. Um, Everyone's view is always changing. Uh, so this notion that many people fall into of sort of, no, don't want to buy that one because, uh, you know, there's potentially maybe a, a building coming up there 10 years from now or 15 years from now, or, um, you know, my, that, you know, I, I, I must see the CN tower. If I cannot see the CN tower, then, oh, it's a bad view or, You know, this, I have to be facing uh, east, cannot be facing west, or it must be facing north, cannot be facing south. I mean, um, this, it's over, people are overly focused on views. Yes, views are important, but in real life, um, we'll talk about what is important in a moment and views is really low down the list of what people are actually looking for in real life when it comes to, uh, when it comes to choosing a condo to rent or to buy. And similarly, another one is balconies. Um, everybody is, is, is obsessed with having a balcony on their unit when buying from plants. Um, look around any condo building in Toronto. Talk to anyone who lives in a condo building. Uh, they will agree that nobody uses their balconies. Um, maybe you use it, you know, five, eight, six times a year. Um, nobody's using their balconies other than just for storing junk. Um very few people are are really using their balconies terraces is a bit of a different thing terraces uh, is a unique feature that um, could certainly add a lot of value but balconies for whatever reason um it's one of those things that everyone insists on having when you're buying from plans. but in real life very very few people ever actually use or if they do use it it's it's really a it's a very rare thing that you're going to spend any significant time on your balcony. It's more of a nice-to-have feature um, when it comes to resale. But that is uh, that is certainly a mentality that is hard for people to shake. Um, it's something that, uh, for whatever reason, and especially in Toronto, I mean, if you're in a warmer climate, I understand, but in Toronto with the winters that we have, um, it's something I've never really understood as this obsession with having a balcony, must-buy a unit with a balcony. Uh, and you talk to anybody who lives in a condo, hey, you got a balcony, you ever use it? No, nope, never. <laughs> uh, just one of those things. So that is how people tend to think about and buy from plans. Um, let's talk about how do people actually buy in real life. And understanding this is, is important for us and as investors for how we're picking our units. So. Similar to when you're buying from plans, I think the number one thing still will always be price in real life. People will always start with price. What can I afford so if i'm looking to rent uh, I can afford sixteen hundred a month or I can afford uh eighteen hundred a month or twenty six hundred a month, whatever it is. That is your primary starting point you're looking you're starting there and you're saying what Uh, is available at my price point. You're not looking at all price points, you're looking at a very specific price point. And that's where you're starting. And location is secondary really to price. You're looking at price first. Um, Obviously, you are looking at location based on your needs and and what you, uh, where you want to live and where you need to live for family and friends and work and everything else. but it's all subject to price. Next. Next is, uh, whereas investors tend to look at layouts and look at what is the layout. Uh, is it square and so on. The In real life, people are not thinking about layout as much. They're not saying send me a floor plan. Let me analyze the floor plan. They're saying what is the functionality of the unit. How does it function. What are the... Um, features of the unit. I have a certain price and I need certain features. I need a kitchen, obviously, I need a bathroom. Maybe I need two bathrooms. Maybe I need um I need uh one bedroom or I need two bedrooms. So they're, they're looking at functionality. So um this goes to something we talked about a lot uh, we we talk about a lot on the podcast is um is buying these smaller units of a given type that tends to be better for investment because people are buying on functionality. So, um, whereas an investor might say, wow, look at this floor plan, it's uh, it's a nice spacious 600 square foot one bedroom. Um, you're better off to buy the 500 square foot one bedroom because it's much cheaper, and at the end of the day, they're both one bedroom. So the, the real life person is saying, I, is it a one bedroom, yes or no? They're not saying, how many square feet is it, and show me the layout. Some are. But most are just saying what's the price, what's the functionality. In other words, is it a one bed, is it a one plus den, is it a two bed, is it a three bed, and so on. Uh, They're looking at the functionality of the unit. How does it function day to day? Does it, uh, you know, if, if I'm a single person, if I'm a couple, if I have kids, if I have a parent living with me, whatever it may be that's going to determine what functionality you need Um, the square footage is not so much i mean people will adapt to the square footage whether it's smaller or bigger people will adapt but the functionality they cannot adapt to that it needs to have certain functionality number of bedrooms um, den, yes or no um, number of bathrooms and that kind of thing parking spot yes or no those are the key functional points of the unit and that's how people are thinking about it the other thing that um then the next the next three things i want to talk about are three ways that people sort of react people three reactions that people have or tend to have when they're going looking for a condo these are things that you that you cannot get necessarily or many people miss out when they're looking at a floor plan the first is people react to light people react to light so the amount of light that is in a space when you walk when you physically walk into the unit is there an ample amount of light again when you look at a floor plan uh it's hard to uh it's hard to get a sense of that but when you're walking into physical space you can get a sense of it right away so um Light, of course, a big what drives light is, is the amount of glass, amount of glazing uh and and uh window space that a unit has that allows light to come in. So um, take a look at how much that's a quick tip is just look at how much window space your unit has versus other units in the building. If you can find a unit with more average window coverage than others then that can be a very positive thing when someone's physically walking into that unit. It can give someone a very good feeling right away. Whether it's facing, you know, if you get good floor-to-ceiling windows um, in a space, it really doesn't matter if it's on, so, facing south, east, west. It can be facing north. You're getting tons of light coming in if you're getting that floor-to-ceiling uh wall-to-wall glass. Very important. The next thing people tend to react to, other than light, people tend to react to Volume of space volume of space, so a feeling of openness, a feeling of a volume of a volu- voluminous uh space versus you know a feeling of being in a tight uh confined space, so how does the unit feel spacious you know is it spacious or not, and that's both inside the unit and out, so inside the unit is is there high ceilings um is there an absence of, of bulkheads and things like that? Um it is again it goes to the, the amount of light that's coming in. But also outside, what when you when you look out the window, is there are you able to see uh far? Are you able to see horizon? Are you able or is it or is there a brick wall in front of you? Again, that is making you feel like there's less volume of space around you. So uh, an openness feeling a volume of spaces is, is how is one of the reactions that people have it and, and uh, if there's a lot of volume it's a positive reaction if there's a not enough volume it's a negative reaction and the next thing is natural elements so people you know people tend to react to natural elements this is um you know it can be achieve through design uh, features in the unit but more so it's you know what what can you see from the window can you see trees can you see some green can you see some grass um, if you have some natural elements uh, around you uh, when you walk into the condo building is can you see green and grass those are the kinds of things that uh, that that people will again react positively to and that's these are all things that you cannot necessarily pick up when you're just looking at a, a floor plan on paper. But these are the kind of things you need to think about as you're picking your plan. Um other factors from there, I mean those are the key things I wanted to touch on, but other factors would be, you know, just what I call social proof or uh um social acceptance. So is is the building in an area that um that uh your target customer and their friends and family would would want them to live is that a, is it is known as a cool area a good spot a, a, or is it known as a um a sketchy area or, or a bad spot where no where people would not want to live or people would be ashamed of saying i live there it would be people would be proud to say they live there um that's, that's certainly a factor of how people think about real life and again not necessarily something you can get off of a floor plan um but something to consider uh views we talked about views um again being way overrated when you're buying pre-construction when someone's in real life my experience with with working with real life buyers and renters view is is way down the list after all these other things we talked about light volume of space natural elements the functionality of the space and obviously the price the views are are way down the list basically as what i always say is as long as you're not staring into a wall you're okay as long as you are not literally staring into a wall uh 20 feet away from you you you're okay if there is a building across the street from you you are okay Um, a building uh you know uh, 60 80 100 feet away from you is not blocking your view people Fall into this trap when they're buying pre construction. They think, oh, there's a building across the street. It's blocking my view. The building across the street is part of your view. It is not blocking your view. um The only thing that's blocking your view, again, is if something is like 20 feet in front of you, 60, 80, 100 feet away. The way that your, your eyes work and take in your sight, line of vision. It's much broader than you know we don't we are not uh tunnel vision creatures like we can see two hundred and seven degrees or whatever it is um field of vision we can see much more than we th- than than we think we can see when we're trying to uh imagine ourselves in that unit when we're buying from floor plans, so that's uh again another another tip for buying preconstruction and then finally again balconies balconies again as I said, are nice to have. We see units renting and selling all the time, all the time in resale without balconies, and there are no issues there. Yes, they're going to sell for less than a unit that does have a balcony, um, but there's there's no. This is not a. Uh, it should not be a deal breaker. Yes, it's a nice to have. If you can get one, you you should you might as well get one. Um, but if you can get a unit that has. A great light that has volume of space that has some natural elements to it that's in a good building a great location has a good price um those that you know fun functionality is there those things far outweigh uh if it has a balcony or not so keep that uh keep that in mind as well okay that it comes to the end of our episode i hope that you enjoyed today's episode i hope you got something from it. And if you did, why don't you go ahead and share this episode with a friend or somebody you know who could benefit from it too. And until next time, we will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the True Condos podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.